What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. What? And Jared Buckendall. Man, I cannot hear a thing. That thing. I, I had my volume up way too loud. I am. What year is it? Uh-oh. <laughs> we blew Jared's eardrums out what? with the, uh, the intro. We'll have to, we'll do sign language, podcast sign language for JB this week. We are socially constipated. Welcome back to the Monday show. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. We're coming at you with an hour's worth of, of goof-offery and ridiculosity. I thought you were so, about to say Gucci, some Gucci fresh. Oh, there's going to be Gucci <laughs> freshness. Ooh. That's, that's, that goes without saying. The Gucci yeah. is loose. Is there going to be some <laughs> bumfuckery? There, there could be bumfucker. I don't want to promise bumfuckery because, you know, I, I don't get people super excited. And then if we don't do it, then it's a big disappointment. That reminds but me, we need to put a stop to homelessness. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. Not a hot take. <laughs> bumfuckery sounds like what that one guy was getting into when he left his girlfriend in the park and Seth found it. And took oh, it. no. <laughs> Now that reminds me of that TikTok you sent me of that woman saying that someone ate out a flashlight. What? We're starting on a bad Never note, people. Practice, man. All right, we're, oh, we're gonna re- let's restart. We got we got to redo this. <laughs> okay, let's let's fire it up again. Here we go. <laughs> Hey there, folks. Welcome back. This is Cody Michael, joined as always by Seth Ott <laughs> and Jared Buckendall. Scooby Dooby Doo! Scooby Dooby Doo. We are back with another episode to get your week started. We are going to do some bum fucker. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, we'll do it again. No, I'm just kidding. We're, oh, Jesus. Again. Yeah, you committed to that one. That was good. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes it's worth wasting a whole bunch of time for a, for a short joke. <laughs> well worth Occasionally. it. Good news, well listeners, you it. get none of that time back. Yeah, no, that's, you're welcome. Glad glad you didn't need those they're, 25 seconds. They're going to be on their deathbeds, and they're going to be thinking back on their life, and they're going to be like, oh, I really could have maximized my time if I would have thought about it correctly. What, what could have I cut out of my life? Well, there's that... Two minutes of <laughs> stupid ass bullshit that they said at the beginning of that episode of the Soko Show. Oh man, if we start talking about time and wasting time, there's a lot of time that has just slipped through my my fingers. You know. Mm-hmm. I okay. I, I didn't mean, mean it that way. Oh my god. Yeah. That's Jared. I we're trying to be nice. We're trying to be nice on this podcast. This is the Church Boy episode. <laughs> so enough of the tomfoolery there. Okay, we got to button it up. Be professional. Okay. I apologize. That said, I mean, if our listeners are the only people cursing me on their deathbeds, I think I'll be happy. Uh, something <laughs> will have changed. I think there's a long list. No time to get into that one, but I think I've got it. Here we go. You just made the list! Before we do get too deep into the show here, a couple of things. First of all, I want to make sure folks know to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. <laughs> that is the place to go for all things related to Socially Constipated. Links to all of our social media. It's a place to comment on episodes. Don't forget to join our mailing list so that you can get updates coming out uh, when we've got new material. We're going to do a giveaway in just a second. That is the result of some folks who have commented on past episodes. So just another example of how you never know uh, what type of interaction is going to potentially give you some winnings. This week, giving away... A pair of movie tickets. Someone is about to walk away with something very exciting. We only had a few, a couple 
of commenters this week. So if you commented, your odds are good. I am going to do a little randomizer here that the guys can see. Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, boop, boop. Oh. Give it away, give it away, give, give it, it away down. <gasps> oh, that's what we need. That's what we need. Here we go. We have our winner. The person going away with a pair of movie tickets is... Dan Rodert. Uh, we're not happy about it, but we're going to be giving away some free stuff to Dan. Not stoked, but what are you going to do? Give it away, is... give it away, give it away now. <laughs> Shout out to the Chili Peppers and Dan Rodert. We'll get in touch with you, pal. You got a couple of movie tickets coming your way. If you were hoping to win today but didn't, remember the way to get entered in all of our future drawings and giveaways is to interact with the show. So join the mailing list, follow our social media profiles, which are all out there. You can link to them from the website and then go and comment on the episodes as well. Or give um, me 50 bucks. Or give Seth 50 bucks, but fi get to give you 50 bucks for two movie tickets is not gonna be financially a wise move. So mm. give me the 50 bucks and I'll give <laughs> you three movie tickets. That's what we're Whoa, that's like one more. It is one more. So if you and your partner are trying to spice things up and bring another person into the mm. movie theater with you, uh, you can certainly do that. Well, hey, hey, hey. Movies, the third ticket is actually for me. There you go. Oh, so, so they, they, you're the third. Yeah. <laughs> Our comments are going to spike dramatically. We are giving away a threesome with Seth. <laughs> Anywhere in the U.S., I will pay to fly him there. It is going to be... Uh, remarkable. There will be photos taken. And it's it's our biggest giveaway yet. People aren't going to want to mm -hmm. miss this one. It's definitely uh, giving the name meet and greet a whole different meaning. <laughs> oh, wow. Legally, there's no sex because that, you know, payment for sex, that whole thing, that becomes kind of weird. But, you know, it doesn't mean it can't happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the bum fuckery. We, we can't promise it, but we also don't want to rule it out. Mm -hmm. right, so shouts out to Dan. Also, thank you to Kyle, Mike, and Alex. They were our winners from our most recent live show. Hopefully by now, by the time this releases, I've reached out to you with your winnings. Going home with some laptop stickers featuring the Iron Sheik. So keep an eye out for some emails from the podcast about that. Yeah, more giveaways to come. We love giving away free shit. So uh, get yourself entered. And we are now going to turn our attention to the Iron Sheik, the very subject of those stickers. And we're going to see what he's putting out into the Twitter sphere. He's been on a roll lately. Let's see what Seth's got for us. I call you a punk. Yeah, man, it was chic week on the tweets. It, he, <laughs> it, was some, it was some peak chic this week on the tweets. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. But I got a leak for the chic tea. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, wow. there, this was hard to choose. A lot of chic content out there this week. The internet was streaming chic. Even Cody had a submission, submitted on Twitter. I did really like that one. It is quite long, and I think there was one other one that I enjoyed a bit more, but that other one may come back into play later down the road. I, so, quite long? It was a tweet. Yeah, but he sometimes gets long-winded with his tweets, even. It's hard to keep that momentum of the longer tweets. But anyway, there's one I liked better, so suck it. <laughs> um, this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Fine, I'll read that one, too. How about that? Ooh, yeah, that's exactly what I Double dose. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm God. excited for this. That's what, right. Hey, there's a lesson out there, America. Complain until you get what you yeah. want. That yeah. is what, that's what you do. Give me what I want! No. <laughs> um, 
All right, I'll read Cody's first. How about that, you little bitch? Ooh. <laughs> hey, I'll take it with or without the profanity, but uh, either way is fine. <laughs> Just kidding. This is, the, this is Cody's submission. What are you going to do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? I going to beat the fuck out of you, break your fucking neck, drink the cold beer, you jabroni. <laughs> See? She tweeted it's, the year. I, I, would, I would humbly submit that that's one of just, the best we've seen lately. That rhymed so well. It's, it's just really hard because he uses uh, zero punctuation. And so it's really hard to get the cadence of those long ones like that. He used all of his characters. His uh, song parodies also, the syllables never match up. <laughs> and so kidding. it's hard. You can't even do them in rhythm, which is part of the reason why I wanted to submit it to hear you try to read it. So I appreciate it. <laughs> well, uh, I did it pretty well. Done. You did. You did. As always. I shouldn't have doubted you ever. Thank you. I, I enjoy this one, though, because uh, it's just random and stupid. He says, fruits and vegetables are awesome, but have you ever beaten the fuck out of five jabronis at once? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, man. That one's, that, one's, that one's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Mommy. <laughs> I've got to try that now. <laughs> better than fruits and vegetables, definitely. Would you say, Seth, that beating the fuck out of a jabroni is better than spaghetti? Oh, no. not No. Oh, wow. Yeah. I choose spaghetti over violence all day, every day. Spaghetti over violence. Wow. That's that's a good uh, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> we got some uh, some chic tweeting. We got some Fergie references. Uh, I think our main takeaway though: spaghetti over violence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wisdom <laughs> spinning off of the chic tweet for this week. I call you a punk. I gotta tell you, I've been sitting here the whole time trying to come up with a spaghetti wrap, and I, I can't. What I can't do you got? Quite what do you do got? It. It's killing me right now. I can't do it. The ragu bagu. But I, that whole time, I missed. I whatever you guys talked about after I said spaghetti over violence, I missed entirely because I was trying to come up with a wrap. <laughs> you know what? I understand. Priorities. <laughs> if you're not if you're not ready to rap about spaghetti, then you're just too up in your heady, and it's it's not gonna not gonna. That wasn't good. Uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> uh, quick edi- Top quick five. editing note. Uh, let's go ahead and cut that part out. Oh, <laughs> man. No, do not no, cut that No, needs to stay in. I, if you would have just finished with the, the first part of it, the spaghetti and ready or whatever, then it would have been fine. But then you just ended it with heady and and in. And, and I can. And, and. <laughs> Here, I'll take another shot at it. Uh, Seth loves spaghetti with garlic bready and mm-hmm. chick's name Betty. Uh, as long as they're ready. Done. <laughs> there we go. Oh, drop the mic. That was a high. That's a number one song right there. <laughs> I'm the greatest rapper alive, and I'm also the greatest game player of all time. We're going to get into game time for this week. One of our newest games... And I don't think this is, I don't think you two have heard this sounder, so we'll see if you enjoy it here. This game is called Phrased Out. What is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't have that. You guys like that one? <laughs> Catchphrase verse? He said so many words I did not know. They don't mean anything. What has become of this show? <laughs> In a segment where the the sounder completely derails the entire segment itself. Hey, <laughs> that's how you know. Doink? That's how you know the. That's how you know I'm good at what I do. All right, that's my true. sounders are either meant to derail the game or to be uh, to be An the same length as the segment itself. <laughs> my, there you go. Those are my favorite kinds of, of uh, sounders. There. 
All right, phrased out. For those who don't remember, we, we've only played it once. Um, I'm going to have three phrases. The two of them are fake. One is real. The guys are going to try and figure out which one is the one that is correct, a real one. Ooh. All right. First phrase, awarded gold for earning bronze. Second phrase, give someone a pumpkin. Third phrase, handing over the prize mule. I think you mispronounced. Did you say Blumkin or Pumpkin? <laughs> I think he said Donald Trumpkin. Oh, a Trumpkin. Yeah. yeah. I should have known. Blumpkin and Trumpkin. So we're trying to find thing. the one that is uh, false. No, you're trying to find the one that's correct. Two of them are made up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, um, the, the phrase, give them a pumpkin, I feel like that could be anywhere around Halloween. So that's the suspicious one right now in my, my book. Go ahead. I liked the first one. Gold the for bronze? The first one was my favorite one. Yeah, uh, yeah, awarded gold for winning bronze. I yeah. guess you've you've over earning bronze, uh, yeah. over awarded someone to, compared to their work. I, I like that one. That's the one that sounds the most real to me. So that's probably what I'll go with. The mule. Thinking back to the first time we played, mm-hmm. phrased out there was there was another donkey. Yep, donkey related, sponge cake. Yeah, feeding the donkey sponge cake. Yep. So I'm wondering that if was a real one. Trying to start. I know a it was. Here. It was a real one. That's why so I'm thinking that we're sticking in the realm of mules and horses and donkeys and. So you're picking the first one, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, awarded gold for earning bronze. Can you say the third one again? Oh, my um, gosh. I was, pull- I was pulling up because I have, I have the tr- the meaning of the correct one in here. In my oh, so, it well, as you can just see, I, I beat the system. The third one is the one he's looking up. Um, so <laughs> you said you want the third one? Uh, yeah, because that's the one that yep. you just had to look up on the real website <laughs> that exists. The third one is handing over the prize mule. Yeah, I, I'm going with that one, man. It's got to be. We're sticking Wait. in the realm of mules and donkeys. Is the mule the prize, or is he? Are you speaking to the mule? Are you saying hand over the prize, mule? <laughs> <laughs> is there a comma in there? What's the abbreviation or a, a punctuation in there? Yeah, we're gonna need a little punctuation there, Seth. There's no punctuation. That's a prize mule. Hmm. Oh wow. Hmm. Hmm. I'm still going with the third one. You're going with the third. So you're going over the. You're going with the prize mule, and Cody's going with the awarded gold. It's gotta I'm be. I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with giving the donkey a bronze pumpkin. Ooh, tricky, tricky. All right. The correct answer, the real phrase is, give someone a pumpkin. What? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Eat shit, Seth. That is so... That's so boring. That means... So this is a phrase in Spain. It's how you... Spain. 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 It's how you stand someone up. Oh, Really? Dude, huh. wait, wait a minute. Is every term to stand someone up about Halloween? <laughs> what do you mean? Ghosting? Mm. Ooh, Give them a pumpkin? Right. Good call. What's Good trick call. or treating? Look that one up. Mm. And if you want to. Well, that's, don't look that one up. It's, we're, yeah, we're going to, that one's dirty. Okay. And when you want to um, divorce someone, you say, I, I want to put razor blades in their candy. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I remember my friend actually. Yeah, he told me that. <laughs> that's a classic one. For the, for the second time we've played this game in a row, Seth, I, I urge you to please start writing poetry or something because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the other ones, I don't know about the mule one, but the, 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 the gold medal one, that was sage. Like, I, I'm going to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> yeah. Right next to the, what was the other one that was the winner uh, or, or that you thought was really good from? I can't remember the last time. It was uh, a clogged mind floods the body. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. These are award-winning, Pulitzer Prize-winning sound bites from Seth here. I love these. Oh, man. I do enjoy this game. This is a fun one for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you stumped uh, us both this week, so I guess yeah. I guess you're the you're the winner here. So I guess you get a fucking cookie and a star. <laughs> you're awarding yourself here. Jared and I stink. Seth fooled us with his poetry this week on phrased out. What is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, Jack. Hats indeed. We are going to roll right Stinky on through nuts. game time. Stinky nuts. Thinking, I think uh, Squirrel Jam is, is my favorite. Patrick Swayze Muddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Patrick Stewart, my bad. Okay. Stewart, yeah. Can we run it back? Yeah. Turn, Patrick start it Stewart over. Money. I was going to use the Patrick Stewart money. And then I was also going to use the DJ Tanner. <laughs> Dinky Nuts reminds me of these. Squirrel Nuts! <laughs> I thought you were looking down. I, well, I, we're not on camera, but I, I can <laughs> I was. We are going to roll right on. Make yourself comfortable. Reach onto the back of that toilet seat. Grab yourself some bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on a toilet. And because we can't completely get away from bathroom humor, Seth. No. Uh, it looks like it looks like our lead story here starts starts in the uh, commode. <laughs> this just in. And I'm gonna start this whole thing by saying I love my movie theater. I really do. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. it's my favorite place to be in Iowa. Is <laughs> the movie theater at my movie theater? So my movie theater is the way it's set up. It's like a giant rectangle. It's uh, they have a, a big theater uh, on the far far end with two small theaters and then two bathrooms on the side. And that's the same setup on each, obviously, men and a women's in these bathrooms. Jared, did you happen to go in one of those when we were there? Uh, yes, I did. And uh, do you want me to elaborate or just yes or no? My, my question is, did it smell bad? In oh, there? dude, it smelled like someone took a piss on a 98-degree <laughs> weather day in that bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. What? Oh, that's nasty. Yes. So. Pungent. It, it's, it was pungent. It still is. And it's the same way on both sides. Oh, no. And I don't know what I my my guess. My thought to this is, is that someone frequents the movies quite often and ha- on two separate occasions has come in, has come into the bathroom, maybe post cleaning and just would during the middle of pissing just slipped both feet in the air and went like a fucking <laughs> helicopter all over the place because oh, no. because it smells like someone like not only pissed all over the walls but then scrubbed it in it's oh, like God. jared said pungent yeah and i i can't understand it the other bathroom isn't as bad there's another bathroom that's in the center so i'm guessing maybe they just don't clean those bathrooms very often but they should they also replace, like, I know they replace the stuff in there. Like, there's always soap and, and paper towels. Someone has to smell it. Like, the person who cleans the bathrooms, mm-hmm. did, oh, did, yeah. like, was, was their nose removed? And or did they just get tired of having to scrub everything and still not get rid of the smell? Because I swear to God, there's buckets of piss in the ceiling, and that's where, <laughs> that's where the smell's coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. It is so bad in there. And it's my favorite bathrooms because no one's ever in there. So I, I get to have basically my own private bathroom. The thing is, when you were about to mention this, I had, like, smell recall of right? the smell I caught the other weekend it, I was up there. It's never that bad. Like, in the past, it's... I mean, Cody, you've been to that that place many times, too. Like, there's no memory specifically of that smelling like that. And prior to, like, a couple weekends ago when, I, when you were there, I'd never noticed it before. Is there a cat I'm... loose in the theater somewhere? <laughs> Maybe. 
Could be a goose in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spreading its scent. I I, I, this hmm. is probably, I, I like your theory that someone keep, keep like <laughs> repeatedly keeps slipping and falling and peeing all over. Uh, it's like Whitey Duvall in Eight Crazy Nights, but just peeing. <laughs> if I may offer a slightly more realistic situation, I, I wonder if there's like sewage backup or something like that. Yeah, probably. Uh, mm. Could be, it could be I mean, something, if it's consistent. Also, you get, if, if the scale of this building, y'all, if you're a, a listener and you haven't been to this place, it's like 200 yards between the two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, unless this person pissed, ran that distance and pissed again, <laughs> it's it's strange to me that it, both places would be, unless, have you noticed the same person going into all the same movies as you, Seth? Maybe someone with Ooh. similar tastes. What if it's me? But just like when I fall asleep at the theater, or if like maybe I like oh like sleepwalking, or like a different maybe I just go unconscious for a while, and like maybe for fifteen minutes at the theater I go unconscious, go into the bathroom, whiz everywhere, and then become conscious again. It's like it's like my mind saying like you're you're here too much. Quit coming to the theater so much. Holy crap! You, you be here. It's a it's a memento situation. Like you are yeah. you're the killer. Like you're looking for them, yeah. and you the are pisser. the person. Because you did explain, someone that goes to the theater often, you go to the theater often. I do. You use the bathroom. Both sides of the movie theater often. I do. Yep. You do. Someone who knows the lay of the land. Someone Mm -hmm. who knows that there's not a lot of people in there. The thing is, if they have a list, the clues are stacking up, Seth. Yeah, if they have a list of potential suspects, you're like top three. (laughs) You might want to lay low for a while. They're gonna if they find anything crazy in there, they're coming for your ass. (laughs) You're all over those cameras. I don't remember this ever stinking. So this this has to be a new, yeah. a new development. But well, gosh, what a bummer! Like, yeah. especially if you're right in the Fizzy middle of your rooms. cheeseburger and or just about to eat a cheeseburger and you oh. got a mouthful of rusty piss. <laughs> oh, ru- oh. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Well, you you'll be back. We'll we'll likely be seeing Shang Chi there. So um, I'll have you uh, go into the bathroom and take a wh- take a whiff and see if it's uh, noticeably bad. Yeah, I don't know if I will. I might not. Uh, I don't know. I've heard at least twice now that it's fucking awful. I, I'm pretty okay with just thinking that that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good call. Well, we got some stinky piss in the bathroom. Seth, it sounds like uh, maybe something that smells, I hope, a little bit better than your uh, movie theater bathroom is on the way here. Well, if it's, it smells like a phoenix, then uh, it probably smells better. Axe phoenix, specifically. Boom. That's right. Axe is still around, apparently, and has a new scent. Jared, have you seen this at all? It's it it revol- It's in our in the world of uh, of crypto. Oh, is it? Uh, it's, Doge it's Doge can. scent. Oh my Shut god! The hell up. It really is. D- Doge can. Is the commercial oh, like Axe. wow, great, much smell or something like that? I it's there's like a whole card that's with it. Um, I, I look can't this really up read now. it. 48-hour crypto scent. Um, it might just be a limited edition thing, but they could also be selling it. But if you want to smell like a giant douchebag that um, <laughs> that doesn't do sports, um, have axe. 48-hour crypto scent with a dank musk. Ugh. Dank musk? Oh, God. Yeah, and it's I the cat one. or it's the little doggy on the... Uh, the oh my gosh okay the container looks pretty funny and they're advertising is it going to the moon it's i get why they're doing it it's just so douchey i never want to smell it but i would collect the can it, it's kind of cool looking it's ridiculous much wow i mean i'm telling you people they, they see an opportunity and they're going after it and apparently it, acts. Just make, it makes sense with i mean axe and and uh 
fucking uh, the Tesla guy. What's his name? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Oh wow! How, and they wow. Like, I mean, he, I mean, he, because he's a huge supporter of Doge. I, I guarantee he, he's as rich as he's rich as fuck, and he probably still wears Axe Phoenix. So, this, I guess this makes sense. Well, the thing is, like, I just think that it's it's baffling because it's against their style guide. You know, like all of their other sense and stuff were very kind of manly or like situations that you'd be in, and this one is mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm sitting behind a computer trading crypto. You know, because mm-hmm. personally, I, I guess unless I have a skewed outlook at crypto. Maybe they think that that's like a really lavish lifestyle. I look at it as just a skeezy, weird person or kind of gross, maybe hasn't showered, sitting behind a computer <laughs> uh, selling and buying, you know? Like there's a reason that Giorgio Armani doesn't have a Dogecoin scent. <laughs> uh, and, that, and that this is from... I This is a surprise to me for a couple of reasons. One, Axe is still... I, I, I guess I always figured Axe was still around, but I haven't seen or heard of it in ages. Mm-hmm. And then also that, you know, that that crypto people use deodorant is something <laughs> new. did not think that that was going to be happen. Uh, what this card says, because when the stakes are high, the stonks are higher. Oh my so, God. Gen Z has made it into advertising. Uh, congrats everybody. <laughs> stonks. <laughs> Big stonks. I did use it. Like you guys used Axe back in the day, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Double Phoenix. pits and che- chesty baby. <laughs> I, I used Axe spray, Axe deodorant, Axe, body wash yep. and they eventually did axe shampoo yeah. i did all of it you were axed um, up all phoenix. phoenix was that the was red a, one phoenix or the blue like, one blue 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 okay dark blue. yeah dark blue what was your scent jared do you remember i think mine was the dark blue as well because i had the spray like the little tiny essentially aerosol thing that that shit dried the sh- like especially the soap and shampoo dried the fuck out of my skin though because it was just so like it had like so much detergent and shit in oh it. yeah it's i don't think it should have been used by anyone Mm-mm. but i smelled yeah. good <laughs> smelled better in that bathroom i can't remember yeah. what scent yeah. i used but it, i i didn't use phoenix because i was a hipster and i wanted to have a different essence i wanted to have yeah. one no one else had there's essence i think that's the red one there dark temptation yeah, i remember that one temptation, i mean the thing is this anarchy remember anarchy that yeah i used that for a little yep. bit yeah again this the, the the style guide here is just out of control. Are you seeing these cans? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who goes for these things. Seth, do you remember having I'm seeing anarchy here and that just triggered a memory that I lost for a long ass time. I, I had a I had a joke about deodorant way like 5 or 6 years ago. I would tell a joke about deodorant and I would list how stupid men are because yeah. they are the scents for men's deodorant and then women's yeah. is like lilac and men's is like anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had forgotten about I'm going to tell that joke tonight. That's a good uh, one. There was also Tag Body Spray. I don't know if that's still around or not. And they did scents with Rob Deerdeck. So I was a huge Rob Deerdeck fan, so I, of course, had to have it. A Carmelo Anthony, and there was one other person. It was a rapper, I think. Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Hold that. Holy shit. I got all those. And Carmelo, Rob's was... dear Ludacris. Yep, you're right. Yeah. That's why is that knowledge in my head? That there needs to be get that out of there for other stuff. Yeah, um, there's more important stuff that should be there. Rob Deerdex was making moves and he had a song. Making moves. Yep. <laughs> yep. Shouts out to 2005. I can't, it's hard for me to believe anybody uses body spray. Any like yeah. do you guys you haven't graduated from Axe into some new body spray, have you? No, I mean I went to Cologne for a little while and now mm-hmm. I don't even fucking do that. Which you know what? I got to say something. Anyone out there Females, males, whoever, do not get your significant other deodorant or or, or a cologne. I mean, I've been given that a handful of times, and 
that shit will last me 10 lifetimes. So um, <laughs> yeah. don't do that. My aunt worked at a at like Von Mauer or something and got like a basically a free bottle of a deodorant and it's like I I'm looking at it right now and it's <laughs> it's maybe a millimeter has been used on yep, it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you got to use that for like lighter fluid in the post-apocalyptic times we're coming up to. <laughs> And I like the smell of it. I appreciated the gift, but it, it all, I just like, I wore it a lot when we were going out like during college and stuff and a little bit after, but after that, I'm like, I don't want to smell like. You're not wearing that to, to work? <laughs> yeah, right. I know people who do that shit though. Is, do you think it's more likely that we are just classless pores <laughs> and, and we should be wearing deodorant or not deodorant, but we should be wearing cologne or or our cologne wears like uppity douchebags which do you think is more likely the second one i think um the the thing is i did go to like a birthday party this weekend uh again you know we're older room um, full of cologne yeah no well maybe there was some musk in the air but a classless douchebag potentially because uh, i was hella underdressed yeah that would do it uh you didn't wear your orange dumb and dumber suit uh it was at the dry cleaner oh damn it i hate what happens the first oh, bottle of cologne fuck. I ever got was Adidas Moves. I think I got it in probably 2004 or 5. Still have it. I no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's because a solid 17 years. Moves. So after a while, I had to stop wearing I wore it a lot when I was younger, but uh, I had to stop wearing it because everybody knows the smell of Adidas. You could smell say, Adidas Moves now, and someone would go, why are you wearing Adidas Moves? And that's you why should, I yeah, You should do that. Like when we go uh, for our draft trip, when we go to Nashville, you should you should do that. Like put it on and go to a, a busy bar or whatever, and then like pe- see how many people say, are you wearing Adidas Moves? Oh, my gosh. I thought I you actually, never know. That sounds like it'd be super fun, actually. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it. It's the, the Adidas Moves is going to be the honeypot. And I'm going to see, see if I can do any trapping. <laughs> Watch out, everybody. <laughs> so I got uh, something I wanted to ask you guys about was, and I, I almost talked about this in Entertainment Outhouse on Friday, but it seemed a little more general. So saved it for here. I was watching, specifically, I was watching an episode of Dave last week. And Jared, have you had a chance to catch up on that yet? I have not, unfortunately. Um, but okay. I'm content with you uh, talking about it. Yeah, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, um, but I watched this episode of Dave and there was some things going on in Dave, in the character Dave's life at this time that feel very, uh, that felt very similar to shit going on in my life. And I got so like deeply connected into this uh, show and, and it's something I do often. Uh, Seth and I have talked about this before in the past, like I think some people watch a show and they're watching that person go through what they're going through. I often put myself in that person's shoes and I'm, I'm entertained by, ooh, how would I behave in this situation? And that helps or hurts depending on what, what it is I'm watching. But in this case, it was like way too close to actually my life. And I'm wondering how often that happens to you guys. Like, are you ever watching something, good or bad, for either a positive or negative reason that that you you're watching it and you're like this is very weirdly like my life like someone someone knows what i'm up to and that's why i'm seeing this have you ever had that experience 
I have, uh, yeah, there's one that specifically, I mean, I can think about it and there'll, there'll probably more, be more that pop into my mind, but specifically was uh, kind of the ending of La La Land or kind of just the g- movie in general. And that's why mm-hmm. I like it so much because, again, at the end of that movie, for people who haven't seen, there's two different ways things play out. You know, you, you pick the love or whatever and you go off and you have a family and that's the person or you pick the kind of creative passion or whatever you're passionate about unless i completely misinterpreted that movie um and to be honest i <laughs> no, it's was about jazz oh shit <laughs> like jazz. oh jazz oh <laughs> um i had actually went through like a breakup recently well not recently but like i don't know how much time it was before then but like that whole ending thing felt very reminiscent of kind of why i did what i did um and now we're doing a podcast so um I guess it is slowly paying off. (laughs) Slowly but surely. When it's a situation like that, too, and La La Land leaves it open-ended, you know, they they just give you both endings. I think a lot of times, or I get caught, too, uh, sometimes is I'll be relating to the character, and this isn't necessarily the Dave case here, but I'll be relating to the character and, like, be on their side. Oh, yeah, that's what I would do, but they're the wrong one. Like, the show is telling you that's the fuck up there. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've, I've been on both sides of that, too. And that's annoying because I'm like, yeah, that person's right. And then the show is like, no, 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 no. They're actually they're a dickhead and they're about to get theirs. I don't think I don't I don't want a, a, no show or movie is going to give me my morals necessarily. But well, I was going to say, uh, I guess makes me I'm feel cu- like I'm a bad guy. <laughs> well, I'm curious right there. Who says that that me that's the wrong choice? It's just the show, right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I guess, again, you can look at everything from a different perspective, but, like, if you talk to maybe five other people, maybe they'd think that that person was actually, it was the opposite. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's why I like when shows, especially if there's, like, a moral quandary, will will leave it open-ended. Like, the show won't have an opinion on good or bad about what they do. So that that's kind of nice, but I don't know. Seth, Seth, does this happen to you? You ever, you ever overly relate to some shit you're watching? Not normally. Um, the only one that's coming to mind is... Brittany runs a marathon with the the weight loss stuff. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. Which, fuck, going through that again now, <laughs> um, <laughs> post-COVID. But, uh, yeah, some of that, that was probably the closest. I remember watching that in the theater being like, holy shit, they did that right. Like, that's that's how it was for me, too. But, uh, yeah, normally not. Like, you were talking about uh, earlier, like, our conversations are typically, like, you love shit because you relate to it more. Like, you like shit that you relate to more. Or you find stuff to relate to in the characters or whatever. You put yourself in their shoes. Whereas I, I watch it as like a like as a, an observer, like a impartial observer from the I'm like Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> Jared, where are you on that spectrum or do you fluctuate? I don't know. I think I would fluctuate. Again, it's it's kind of mood and tone and feel during weeks, days and stuff like that. I like it. Uh, it probably makes me a narcissist, but it makes the shows I watch entertaining. So mm-hmm. that's always fun. Seth's example is a good one too. That that is that's an example of where the thing I was just talking about happened. When I was watching Britney runs a marathon, yeah, I was definitely because I was living with Seth when that was going uh, when he was going through that stuff mm-hmm. uh, and doing all that running and losing weight. And I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. But then in Britney runs a marathon, she has a roommate, and the roommate is <laughs> oh yeah. Is, uh, like always trying to get her off of her good habits. She's like, oh, fuck it. No, come out and have a drink or, oh, let's go get whatever. Or, oh, let's stay up late. And, and the Brittany's like, no, I got to run. And I'm like, no, fuck that. That's dumb. Let's go party. And I, and like that, that was one of those moments where I was like, fuck, that's, I relate to that person. And I'm the asshole now. <laughs> Dude. I remember thinking that coming out of that movie. That's, hap- that's the best example I can think of. I'm glad I'm, Brittany runs a marathon. 
I'm so glad that you guys brought that up because again, I connected that person with a friend I know that was just an awful influence all the time. So that mm-hmm. one just come back to me. But then also, um, I think if I would have been in high school and watched Hearts Beat Loud, mm-hmm. I'm curious if I would have gone to college. Um, that's an interesting question. Again, that's, that opens up a whole different can of worms and stuff. But it's kind of that thing of like, you know, do you follow this one thing that you've been working for? Or do you kind of follow your creative path? That one for me, that's another one that I don't, I probably, I don't know if I put myself in any shoes in that movie, but that last summer before college thing mm-hmm. always gets me with movies. And so I, it always puts me back into that, that mindset. Like that was such a strong, like emotional time. And so it like, like it, I, I can still like kind of like, res- like there's still a lot of those like lingering feelings or whatever that, that for whatever reason, like when I watch that movie or those type of movies, like it can like amplify it or whatever. And that's probably why I react to those so much. I think all three of us, I don't know about the general public, all three of us are really into coming of age movies. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a big reason why. I, I, know, I know that one thing about those is that there's science behind everybody thinks that the music from their own yeah. formative years is the best. And that's because because they're your formative years, you're forming like really uh, sharp and really emotionally attached memories and they stick with you longer. Mm-hmm. And so that feeling of nostalgia when you listen to the old music is really strong. And I think that's the case. If, if a show or a movie is able to put you in, I'm thinking super bad, book smart, you know, a, a lot of movies uh, that take place in that summer, it's something that I think a lot of people really, really relate to because it's such a heavily, heavily emotional time. But that's why I love Booksmart so much. Is I, I didn't know that I was going to relate to two teenage girls in 2018, but <laughs> still did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a wild one. That's a trip. Uh, Jared, you'll have to let me know what you think when you see that Dave episode. I think you'll... Um, yeah, I think I'm going to watch it right after this. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? Really enjoying mm-hmm. Dave season two for what it's worth. Um, just a couple episodes left. Let's switch gears and talk about talk about some other things in the news this week, Seth. Uh, speaking of uh, the music from our formative years, hell yeah! Uh, one of our one of our favorite rock legends is uh, out and about sporting a new look. It sounds like. I think he's more of a rap legend. I think he's he's the best lyricist that's ever walked uh, this this fine earth, and he would be proud to have uh, spaghetti over violence as a, uh, <laughs> as, as, his, as his next album. Yeah, this last week there was Lollapalooza, um, and Limp Biscuit was one of the one of the uh, the bands playing there. And Fred Durst has an interesting new look uh, going right now. Oh no, Cody! I don't know if you can pull that up quick so we can. Oh, I. It, you got to do it for the nookie and shove it up your yeah. Here it is. This is <laughs> this is old Freddie D here. Fred Durst. Is he that his real like, hair? He looks like if Colonel Sanders decided. To yes. <laughs> decided to go on a rap tour and go a little go a little uh, heavy metal. Um, he's got some sweet sweet glasses on, some gray hair that's about Colonel Sanders. He's got a goatee that's white. white he looks like your cool uncle, very oh, cool he... uncle. He looks like he goes on safaris. Yeah, <laughs> those are his vacations. Yeah, he, he looks like he... the son of the guy who opens Jurassic Park in that arena. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Was he was he one of the the people who bought in on Tiger King, that bought uh, Joe Exotic's park? He looks like he was in Tiger King. He looks like the. Oh yeah, he definitely does look like that guy. <laughs> Did you read the little quote below that title? 
Oh, here we go. It says, this is, this is from the article. Fred Durst looks like a detective that let a case get the best of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fucking great. So here it says, Durst, who has rocked a distinctive goatee and backwards baseball cap for the majority of his new metal band's career, showed off his long, lighter-colored hair with a new handlebar mustache featuring, or sorry, during the band's set at Lollapalooza over the weekend. Fans are confused, is I think generally the thing. Uh, a lot of people wondering if this is a, a, a wig. One person said... <laughs> One person, one fan said, get your mobility scooter rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> Which is amazing. Honestly, if this guy walked up to me in public I would, and said, hey, I'm Fred Durst, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Fine, no, right, you're, sure. you're lying. <laughs> he looks like, uh, what's the G4 guy, but with hair? Adam Sussler? Adam Sussler. Yeah, yeah. Fred Durst looks like the owner of the haunted record store Scooby and the gang investigate and find out it was him all along. Holy shit. That is uh, Jomo, who is at Girl a Book, etc. Oh, these are wow. good. This was a good it. submission. Yeah, it's uh, apparently it's, it's tied to his new release from Limp Biscuit. It's uh, their long-awaited sixth album, Stampede of the Disco Elephants. That sounds awesome, dude. Well, Disco's I'll, alive. It's it's gonna be hard to break chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water <laughs> as a as an album title. Yeah, you're totally right about that. I am shocked to find out that these guys are still doing it. The album sounds amazing. I would love to meet a disco elephant if I ever get the chance. Mm-hmm. Happy to know Fred Durst is doing all right. More celebrity news here coming at us. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. I tried googling for yeah. this one, Seth. Uh, really? You're gonna you're gonna have to let me know here where where you're seeing this have- cat. Jason Siegel, obviously from How I Met Your Mother, um, Marshall, of course, he's been popping up. Uh, Jared, I don't know if you've seen this because TikTok's, TikTok's your realm, but mm-hmm. uh, he's been popping up randomly on TikToks. I saw like, one out in the wild. So yeah. uh, I saw one where he was. Um, there was a woman sitting at a uh, at, at a restaurant. I can't remember where they said it was, but she pulls up her phone and is recording, and there's like a, a something taped to the window. And then Jason Siegel pops his head to the right so that he's uh, in view and just starts waving. <laughs> and then my favorite one is him at some sort of music festival or concert yep. or something. Yep. And he's got a, like like six or seven baskets of fries. Like up to, <laughs> he's holding in his arms up to his face. And he just walks by in the view of the camera. And the, the caption was like when Jason Siegel walks by with a bunch of fries or whatever. Yep. But he like he like catches the side. He's like smiling yeah. at the camera. Yeah, he's been like he's been like just kind of popping in and out and like hinting at at the the videos and stuff. And it's like a thing I I looked at the comments on both those videos and people are like, "Oh my god, this is like the eighth video I've seen of him." So there's like a bunch of videos of him floating around all over Weird. TikTok, and it's so fun. It's like a little scavenger hunt when you're <laughs> when you're on TikTok. It's like collect them all. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? That Jason Siegel is the one terrorizing your bathroom at the movie theater. <laughs> Calling Jason Peagle then. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I, okay, I'm looking at the one. So this video is literally like they have the first one, and then they're scrolling through and recording, and then they found the other one where he uh, has the fries. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing more. I think – I don't know where – I remember hearing an interview recently when he did that movie Our Friend, which is awesome. You both need to see that. I think he, where does he live? I can't remember. I know he lives like kind of, I think it's actually in California, but he kind of lives like away from people. Um, has like a ranch somewhere or something. And the place that the, the sign was, I don't think was like a, I think someone commented and said like this was in 
like some like a maybe a midwestern city or something it wasn't like he was in new york or california i don't think hmm. Hmm. i don't know what the fuck he's doing i don't know it sounds like maybe he found a teleportation device and he's just popping into people's tiktoks he's awesome i don't know i wouldn't mind running into him seems like maybe but he's a nice guy he's a big we're... man might scare you if you if you just <laughs> popped up in your life all of a sudden maybe when we're in chicago we'll run into him somewhere that'd be kind of fun yeah watch out jason siegel we're coming to find you Last story of the day here before we get off to one more thing. Uh, th- this was pretty well covered. I think we've all seen this. We have, uh, we're going to play a little clip from this guy who was being unruly on a Frontier Airlines flight. Um, I'll give you a little bit of the setup and then give you a chance to hear a small clip from this. So this passenger, uh, he was was very shit-faced. His name is Max Berry. He's 22 years old. Was flying into Miami. And the video picks up after he has apparently already tried swinging on someone and also tried groping or did grope two flight attendants on their chests as well. So this guy is not being very cool and he's shit-faced and he's yelling on this flight. Uh, let's take a quick listen. You guys fucking suck! My parents are worth more than fucking two million goddamn dollars. And you know what? You fucking suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? My grandpa is worth more than These people laughing directly in his face is maybe my favorite thing that I've heard so far. Oh, also, it's... just a quick reminder, I said 22 years old, this gentleman who is citing the wealth of his parents and grandparents. 22. 22. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this and instantly just, one, I can't believe that these people exist, and then two, I just laughed because that is, yeah, a, a, what a seven-year-old does when they're arguing, but then also the way that it plays out, like they, they like what duct tape him or something, but then yeah. all of like the whole cam or uh, cabin is just videotaping him and stuff where that would be more ashamed. Like oh. I, I'd feel so gross and like, Oh my oh, God. Man. You know? So they wrestle him, they get him in a chair. They basically yeah. duct tape, te- duct tape half of his body. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> Jared, you're right. This would be incredibly humiliating. I want to know a couple of things. Uh, so, well, okay. So to finish the story out, the, the flight attendants subdue and duct tape this cat to a chair until the plane <laughs> lands. And he, the guy was arrested when, he, when they landed, but also the flight crew was suspended by yep. Frontier Airlines for having done this. It sounds like there's some investigations underway to figure out what's going to happen to everybody next. But it sounds like he was released uh, without being charged, I think, today was the new news. So mm-hmm. I don't know that a lot is going to happen here. I guess, first question, have you, yeah, Jared, you said, I, I don't believe people like this exist. I've never seen anything like this on a flight. Have you guys, have you, do you have never. any crazy fucking people no, experiences on a flight? No one's ever even like yelled or been, so I guess maybe people have been kind of dickish maybe to the flight attendants, just like if they don't have a certain food or whatever on the, on the flight. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no one's ever raised a voice or gotten pissed on a flight like that before. For mine, I mean, it, it was, uh, you know some really rambunctious kids running up and down the aisles and stuff like that but uh, you know like one one guy or a woman i guess was bitching that oh you didn't you don't have any more of this kind of drink and it's like ma'am i think you've already had enough um yeah (laughs) but this 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 would be i i'd be maybe scared baffled i'm just confused i guess 
That looks wild with all the cameras and sh- shit on. That looks like a fucking scene from a movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's uh, and we all think this is hilarious because fuck this guy. Like he was very yeah. obvious. No, no one's denying this guy was being a total shithead. Part of me thinks like this is pretty cruel that they like tied this guy down and laughed. No. At him. Another no. part of me thinks maybe he'd earned this. Yeah. And this is he maybe what we should people. do to these people is embarrass them. Yeah, he was getting physical. I, I will grant you that. So it's a little bit extreme here. He definitely deserved to be subdued. Do you think should is public shaming what we should be doing to people? Do you think in a world where we can, you can't beat someone up, like you'll get charged with assault, is public shaming what we need to start doing to these people who are being impolite in public like this? <laughs> like basically the olden times where you put them in that little strap thing with their hands and neck and you throw tomatoes at them and stuff like that. Well. The thing about the, with this, though, I think, I mean, yes, it's very, he's embar- he's going to be embarrassed, and hopefully he changes some ways he acts and shit, but I think with this case, though, too, what else are you going to do? <laughs> like, the they do have, I mean, they have a full flight where they all have to be doing shit, too. You know, I, I they probably have, still have to do a job, and also, those guys who got let go, if that would, like, I would be like, fuck you. I had to deal with that you piece of shit yeah. i wouldn't be coming back to work there i'd be like no you don't need to investigate shit i quit like if you're gonna suspend me for that for dealing with some drunk asshole and he's probably got drunk in the airport and yeah have been overserved by that bartender it's like no fuck off i'm not coming back to work for you well the thing is you know like before this it said that they were sexually assaulted and assaulted so it's like yeah yeah like of course there's gun there's gotta be something and it's like ugh yeah, it's 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 frustrating for sure. But I think it's just so funny. And again, I don't have two million dollars, but um, that's actually not that much money in today's no, world right now. So so why are you yelling that? <laughs> the guy obviously has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. He thinks that's a ton of cash. Show me the money! <laughs> <laughs> I saw an update. Actually, shortly before we started recording, Dan, I saw an update to this, and apparently he he went on some like tweet rampage. This guy did today, and tweeted a bunch. And one of the things he tweeted was that he could buy that airline if he wanted to. And I oh really my don't. God, think, I don't think he I understands really how much money is. Yeah, uh, he's a I, I psycho. Don't think so at all? No, he's a dumbass. Well, is what he is. Um, uh, confident dumbasses, like all it, it's people who are doing shit like this in public, have the most confidence compared to the least intelligence, and and that's how you get get people like this he has something chemically wrong in his brain if you're getting to that level and it was called tequila uh i'm just saying that like this kind of banana sandwich behavior with that mentality happens what what we're seeing a lot more you know Mm -hmm. it's crazy i wonder if it's happening more or if it's on camera more i'm wondering Um, if it's camera more but yeah also yeah we're seeing it i hope nothing like that ever happens in my i don't know what i i don't know what i'd do I don't know. I, I'd probably freeze and, like, be afraid of it. I, I don't know what – I don't know how you handle a situation like that, but shouts out to the flight attendants who jumped into action and, and subdued this guy before he grabbed everyone's grabbed everyone's privates and punched him in the face. That's, that's not a good look. Um, so, Max Berry, Barry, you're getting a big old fuck you. Um, I don't know if we have any do- – no. Loser, loser. There we go. Oh, one of these. Squirrel nuts! <laughs> what do you want, boob? There you go. He gets all those and a few of these. I just, I would like to be though, like with those flight attendants, they're like, what the fuck do we do with this guy? And one of them's like, well, we got duct tape. (laughs) Someone was like, are we going to really do this? And then the other person's like, fuck yeah, we're going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's probably one moment. Yes, you, you know, they're probably going to end up losing their jobs or quitting or whatever. But that that's something you – there's not many moments in life where people can just – like people will allow someone to – physically set someone down and duct tape them to a surface yep you don't get that opportunity many times and that kid got his fucking just desserts that day you definitely don't get cheered for doing it often usually if you're duct taping <laughs> someone to a chair it's in a dark basement <laughs> and no one's there <laughs> people were, were cheering and then <laughs> capturing the moment from many yep. different angles we got the worst angle from that video there's a lot of good dramatic close-ups of that uh search search for this douchebag online uh maybe don't hire him if you don't want idiots in your workplace so yeah his, his grandparents have two million dollars so he'll be fine yeah that's true he'll be fine he's on his yacht this <laughs> afternoon not caring about what we say so he's talking about how he's gonna buy the, the airline he's probably gonna buy Shit. amazon the way he's going oh, how much man. money he's got i'll tell you what he's gonna buy he's gonna buy some dogecoin and some axe body sprays when he's <laughs> Oh, wow. We got this guy, Max. We got Jason Siegel and Fred Durst out there making news. We got some stinky bathrooms and some stinky armpits. And we got some uh, relatable TV and movies here. Uh, that's going to wrap up our bathroom reading for the week. Sitting on a toilet. Now flush. You know what that means. Just about done with this week's episode. But we're going to slap you on the behind with one more thing on the way out. Woo. But I'm down to Thing. My one more thing. Jared talked a few weeks ago about like uh, recording everything that you do, like all your activities throughout a day. And I, I've just gotten into something similar, but it's kind of in reverse order. I've been making, I've become obsessed with to-do lists. I have several to-do lists. I've always been a, a lister and uh, typically my lists have been kind of several and they've been unorganized. Now I've found a couple of apps that allow me to organize my to-do lists better. And I have, I talked about on the live show that last week, I have like a to-do list with a reminder for my phone to like brush my teeth and like go to bed and like, you know, have a snack, have lunch or whatever the fuck. And it, I don't know whether or not it's working. Because <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm doing more of those things. I, I set it up that way to make sure that I was doing all of those things. And to kind of take it out of, take having to remember to do it out of my head. I don't think that was my problem. I'm still not doing a lot of those things. It's just becoming very annoying on my phone. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm sure there's a happy medium somewhere, but I do in general like it. I, I like the idea of having a list or having a reminder or calendars or whatever that it may be to tell me to do shit so I don't have to remember to do shit because my memory is getting worse and worse. So if, if you've ever wondered whether or not you're a crazy person, check your to-do list for brush teeth. And if it is, you should maybe get some therapy. Uh, that's, that's what I got. <laughs> I think you're, you're good as long as you don't get to like the point where you're putting wipe ass, then, then you're fine. But brush teeth is okay. Yeah, yeah, you forget about that. Yikes. My one more thing is just, I don't know. I, I tend to get stuff as like presents or maybe I'll buy something, but it'll be sitting just on the floor shelf whatever for months and months and months and i don't know if this is a thing that other people uh maybe uh suffer with um <laughs> i don't know suffer with but i got uh for for christmas last year i got one of my favorite gifts ever um was the green jungle green n64 nostalgia trip everything like that i haven't touched it since christmas of last year <laughs> So I think this weekend I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just 
turn everything off, kind of relax, and play some N64 on this uh, nostalgia machine that was essentially my childhood. Um, and now it's it's just sitting in a box, unfortunately. So, Jill, if you're listening, I am so sorry. I just I just I don't want things to ever get ruined, so I just never touch them. Well, and life is busy too, you know? I, I definitely have toys and things. Actually, right now in my kitchen is an entirely inflated like river tube that you'd sit <laughs> on and float down a river. I got it last week. I, this wasn't a gift. I got it last weekend, came home, inflated it to check for leaks, and it still is inflated in my floor out in the kitchen. So like, it's that's maybe a different kind of thing, but it's it's so easy when you're busy to to just forget shit, especially when it's mm-hmm. a gift. Like like that's gonna take you a while to set up, and you know you decide what to play and things like that. But <laughs> I'm glad you're finally breaking that out. That's that's been a while. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You, you know what game you're loading up first? I need to go through the games that I have, but probably oh gosh, uh, maybe some Mario Party. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have some guests over and play some Mario Party. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That'd be cool. fun. Get a little rowdy with some uh, Mario Party. Otherwise, Donkey Kong Country seems like a good one for the green, the jungle yeah, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong 60. Plus, that's the thing, is I think when they bought it, it came with the expansion pack, so it can play those games. Holy fuck, Ooh. man. I know how badly you've been wanting to expand your pack, so it's pretty, mm. ladies. pretty exciting, man. <laughs> Hello, ladies. My one more thing uh, is uh, it's... An anniversary coming up, but it's just kind of making me think how fucking fast time flies. But um, it'll be the day after this airs, August 10th, um, is the one-year anniversary of the derecho, the denacho, that hurricane that came through Iowa, which is, like, crazy to think about how far, like, that that was a year ago. Doesn't feel like it. That was, like, when we were trying to get the live show up and going, and, like, we kept having to push up, push that back and back and back because I didn't have internet and power for Shit, weeks. Right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Where has the so, time gone? Right? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, even Jared mentioned last a couple weekends ago when he came down, and he's like, even just a couple times you've been here, you notice how different it looked um, with the trees and shit all gone. But uh, it seems like, I mean, the places are still, they're still, uh, like, lumber has been, had a shortage for a while, so a lot of places still aren't fixed. They just fixed the, uh, there's a sign out in the news station, the KCRG news station right downtown, and they finally just fixed the, the signs out front. Uh, a couple of weeks ago so it's been still a long process but i think for the most part people's houses are livable again so that's at least good well shout out to everyone uh who's still recovering or has recovered from the derecho last year pretty crazy to think a year's gone by mm-hmm. it goes fast and slow at the same time it seems like it's been six months since may but like two weeks since last august i don't know how that <laughs> fucking christopher nolan's gonna have to help me figure that one out i don't know <laughs> Alrighty, well, we got uh, a year since the derecho. We got uh, damn near a year since Jared's opened up his uh, his uh, Nintendo, and not very long since I have to remind myself to wipe my bum. Uh, that's what we got <laughs> this weekend. One more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Appreciate y'all joining us this week. Hopefully, gave you a couple of laughs on your Monday. A couple stories to talk about around the water cooler. That's still a thing that exists. I don't know. <laughs> Don't forget, head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Hit all of our social links, comment on these episodes, join the mailing list, all that good stuff. Uh, again, shout out to Kyle, Mike, Alex, and Dan. Uh, we'll be in touch with you shortly, if not already, uh, to get you some winnings uh, for, for being the winners of our drawings this week. we got a full slate of episodes coming. We'll have on Wednesday the Gridiron Grunts. We're taking a look at the AFC North 
And then on Friday, Entertainment Outhouse, we got the Suicide Squad coming up uh, among some other reviews and things to talk about. So big week ahead for Socially Constipated. We hope you'll join us for the rest of it. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. We're going to let you get back to your day. For Jared Buckendall and for Seth Ott, I have been Cody Michael, and we'll see you next time. Bye.